2: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the 52 Weeks Podcast. You have Steph, Tracy, and Melody here with you again in November. It's almost December. That is mad. And today we're talking about mental toughness. And the challenge was to do a plank or a wall sit or something, some kind of like isometric tough exercise like that. Go as long as you feel like you could go and then go 10 more seconds. Uh, what inspired this challenge was my race. I'd like to talk about that just a tiny bit. Um, but before we jump into that, who wants to share their experience first?
0: I'll go first to be honest until I sat down and looked at like the notes for this week. I completely forgot about that challenge because we recorded on Tuesday. I left on Wednesday to Bear Lake and I just didn't have it. Like I had written it down, but it just wasn't in my place that I saw. So I completely forgot.
2: We've all done it, man,
0: (laughs) to do it, you know? So I apologize for not making that report a priority this week.
1: So good, girl. What
2: about you, Tracy?
1: So I did it and I feel like I could have done one right before we were while well, like while I was chatting because I was like I should do another one because I, I did it one time and I was like I should do it again. Um, and I think that I noticed kind of how it's just interesting to me how much we're good at making excuses for ourselves. Like humans are really good at excuses and I think that was a good example of how, yeah, I could go, and then I was kind of like, okay, well, I don't want to go anymore. You know? And like, just kind of mean, like, oh, I'm supposed to push harder, okay? And then, okay, done. And like, if I would have been with somebody else, or I think it would have probably intensified the amount of time and the amount of effort I put into it. So I do recognize that that's something for me too, but I, I think it's a really good practice to push your body because it pushes your mind. And uh, helps you to realize you're capable more than you think you are, but you think you're not, and so that like that that mindset thing does limit you a lot, um, and also is a reminder that I should probably do a little bit more movement in my life, or like some more weight, isometric and stuff like that. Just would be good for me,
2: for sure. I think you brought up a lot of awesome points, like we're excuses, which we totally are, right? And it's so easy to come up with them. Um, And also, you think you probably would have gone more if you're with someone else. I think there's, um, this is really interesting. I I feel the same way. And and I think it could be for a lot of reasons. I think it could be like maybe a little bit of peer pressure, like when you're with someone and and you want to look cool and like you want to be weak to them. I know that's a big one for me. Um, I think... Part of it could be like competition, like you want to beat your friend who's also planking. Uh, part of it could just be accountability. Um what was really interesting is I listened to this podcast about a book called Do Hard Things. I haven't read the book yet, I just have listened to the podcast. Um and in the book, quoting to this podcast, it talked about runners doing VO two max testing, which stuff has done. So you might be able to pull from your experience doing VO two max testing stuff. Cause that's, that's a mental toughness thing for sure. Um, the talk about runners doing VO two max testing and is a runner going to do, let me back up. Let me explain how VO two max testing works. So you get on a treadmill and you put this big mask on your face and you slowly progress the speed and increase the incline over minute intervals. So every minute it's a little bit faster, a little steeper, and you just keep going and going and going and going until you can't go anymore. And they were testing to see, are athletes going to go further if someone else is upping the incline every minute for them, or if they're upping the incline themselves, and what they saw was that people went way further when they were on their own and adjusting it on their own. And that was just because I always thought like you do so much better with people. You do so much better when people doing things for you when other people are there. But like real mental toughness and really pushing yourself like the real motivation comes from inside of you and you wanting to be the best version of yourself and you wanting to prove to yourself that you can go more and that you can be better. I thought that was really cool. That's a, way not what I expected. Right? Me too. That totally blew my mind. Yeah, that's amazing. Whoa.
0: I feel like that makes sense though, because sometimes in that room, it, like when um, your boss, well, not your boss, but your partner was, your, how do I want to word that? Your business partner, not your, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> wait <sorry>. right.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> um, Was training you like, on doing it at the beginning, it was, for me as a participant, it's sort of awkward to have two people in there as I'm running, right? Yeah. And I was like, let's get this mask off, because you start to be like, oh my gosh, I just don't, like, I don't want to be hidden here anymore, I don't want, they can see everything jiggle, like, all that stuff, so I can see if you're by yourself. Um, And I also think that the great thing about running sometimes is you just get in this zone where your mind is just thinking and you forget that you're running and i so i feel like especially when you're in that like being by yourself allows you to be in that state more totally and that, What's the technical that, tone tone term for that zen mode <laughs> i don't know <laughs>
1: I was wondering if there's been there, running so running. I don't know what that's like. I'm sorry, I can't. I can't relate to that. <laughs>
0: I was wondering if there's a runner's. Term. Tracy, when you qualify for Boston, you never got in like the runner's zen.
2: Oh, never? oh no, This is what it's called. It's called flow. It's called flow state. Uh-huh. When you when it feels like you're flying, it's almost like this out of body experience. Like you're not even in your body. You can just see the world zooming past you, and it's like you're flying. It's the well, I mean
0: at my speed i don't feel like i'm flying but like i'll like finish and be like oh i didn't realize the time went by like that's more my like flow state (laughs)
1: but everybody i'm just shaking my head back like being like oh i curse you not curse you but i'm a little bit like man i don't feel like i've ever had that happen and i ran a lot (laughs) is that why you ran so fast so you could be over with it fast (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, man, why I got to do this? Where's my friend, you know? I did it just for social reasons. I'm a social uh, member. So, you, oh, you, yeah. so
0: really, you ran because your friends were running?
1: Yeah, uh, and also because I was naturally good at it, and my coach was like, come on, Tracy, push yourself. And so I was like, okay.
2: All right, I will. <laughs> Interesting. You know, I like this topic. I mean, I feel like you can practice mental toughness in so many other ways besides planking or running, right? I do like talking about this because I feel like it's it's an uncomfortable subject. Anytime you talk about mental toughness or like physical health, it's uncomfortable. And I think it's it's really coded in like, in shame, don't you think? Unworthiness. Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting. Also, I think Uh, it's coded in
0: laziness. Sometimes I just don't... Like with the intervals that you have me do, like I really just don't enjoy doing them because they're uncomfortable. Like they aren't even that hard, but it's just some of them are uncomfortable to do, and they like I don't enjoy them as much. And so I, Tracy, I wrote down what you said that humans are really good at is uh, excuses. Is we can make excuses to get out of any situation that's not comfortable. Yeah, I
1: mean I. I- Yeah, Yeah. I can definitely relate to that in regards that I just feel like there's so many times where I choose the lazy way and it's like, no, that's not what my future self does. My future self is tougher than that. You know, my future self knows how to do that, but my present self or my past self is a lazy bum.
2: You know, I think mental toughness is about, a part of it is about learning to be comfortable with being uncomfortable, Right. We don't want to feel uncomfortable, so we're going to come up with all those excuses not to do those uncomfortable things, but um, life is just uncomfortable. Life is so uncomfortable. I mean, how many people are living in like chronic pain bodies? They go to sleep and they hurt. They wake up and they hurt. Like, life just hurts. It's uncomfortable. So how how do we learn to like be in that? How do we learn to exist when we're uncomfortable, right? I think we need to learn to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Um, do you guys care if I share what I learned about mental toughness in my race and kind of what inspired this um, challenge? Take it away. Okay. So I I have been feeling really depressed the past couple of years. I've been really sad. I've been confused. I've had this midlife crisis trying to figure things out. And, and when I was a little girl, I... <laughs> Why are you laughing <laughs> midlife midlife life. Life. did i say midlife yes I say quarter life i'm not in a midlife crisis <laughs> i'm not quarter life crisis is what i meant to say quarter life crisis uh, i'm trying to figure things out and um i just feel like uh, what am i saying i don't know i just lost a lot of oomph. like i wasn't feeling full in life and I really felt compelled to run this race and I didn't know why, but I knew that God had a big lesson for me. I knew that he wanted me to run the race and what I learned in this race, I decided that I was going to go into this race and I was going to let myself go to the deep, hard, painful, uncomfortable places in myself that I haven't let myself go to for a long time. I've noticed that in life in general, I've taken myself, just about to my pain threshold. And then I get scared and I back off. And I decided that in this race, I was gonna take myself to my pain threshold and then I was gonna go deeper and I was gonna break through that threshold. And so what I did is um, when I was feeling pain and I wanted to stop, I told myself that I could stop in 10 seconds and I'd run for 10 more seconds. And sometimes I would stop, but most of the time I would keep going. And, And long story short, I let myself go there. I really did the best that I could. I pushed through a lot of pain and I didn't get the time that I wanted to get. And in fact, um, I was, I wasn't like the top of the back of the pack or end of the middle of the pack. Like I wasn't even like in the middle, like I was kind of towards the end. Right. Um, but I felt so fulfilled and I was thinking about an eight mile race that I did this year that I got second place in. And I, I did that thing where I pushed really hard and I took myself right up to my pain threshold, but I didn't break through it. And I got second place. And I remember everyone was like, Oh, that's so cool. And you know, I was happy, but that wasn't anything compared to how I felt on this 50 mile race where I was at the back of the pack because I did the best that I could. And it was this, just this full feeling that I had not experienced in a long time. It was, it was the love of Christ. It was just this like I did the best I could and and me and God are the only ones who really know it and really understand it and really felt what I felt while I was running. And it just was this lesson of um, of just pushing hard and not being afraid to do hard things. And also, I God is there. God is there, especially, I mean, he's always there. And when you're doing hard things, he wants you to do hard things. And he's going to be right next to you the whole time helping you in those times. I feel like you are the closest to the more pain you're in, the closer you are to God. And, and I felt God in those moments And it, God, you know, I, I feel like I'm, I'm losing my words now. I feel like you guys know what I'm saying. I just like the feeling that I got from that was indescribable. And I just, I want to apply that to the rest of my life. I want to push hard like that. And I want to have faith. And when I feel like I don't want to go anymore, I'm going to go 10 more seconds so that's the dead horse story. That's what inspired this. Um, anyways, before I wrap things up, do you guys have any um, thoughts or uh, feelings or anything you want?
1: to share? I think that was really beautiful. How you shared about how you feel like he was like me and Christ, like Christ and I, we were, we were together. Like that's where he was like, and I felt that that satisfaction that only comes through having a savior who also knows what suffering is. And I think I've shared this before, but it's 2 Corinthians. Did I share this last week? I don't know. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 9 through 10. Anyway, it says, And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities and reproaches and necessities and persecutions and distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I strong. And I I think almost in your story, it's like you were pushing yourself beyond that. So it wasn't just about your weakness because you recognize that weakness, but you also like with Christ saw how he could empower you beyond your natural man or natural woman.
2: Yeah, there's just something I need to think about it more. There's just something really spiritual about once you hit that threshold and you go further than you thought you could, I feel like, I feel like it's a door. Your pain threshold is a door and you open it up and you break through it. And God is right there. Mm. I, and I just think, I think it's important. It's important. that I feel like that's something that God wants us to do. He wants us to break through that, that, that threshold and meet him. I love it. Anyways, um, really quick. Thank you guys um do you guys want to share your goals for next week i have goals goals for next week
1: i have goals so i can share mine they're more like a monthly goal so okay my monthly goal is one i am going to only be going out to eat one time this whole month my goal is to not eat out as much i've been getting into some bad habits with eating out. And so I was like, it's time to go back to like cooking for myself and making that a requirement instead of optional. (laughs) So, um, I have really, so that's what I'm working on. And I have another goal. Oh, I'm just trying to continue to do my, um, my daily planning, going back to monthly and daily planning, because it makes a difference so i'm more more intentionally living my life and uh, those are my goals i love it Steph.
0: and i have the goal to meal prep two meals this week
2: um Uh i really want to get back to that so what about you i'm i won't get into the details right now but i'm doing a point system i was telling you about it stuff where i'm giving myself points for things i do throughout the day and my goal is to get fifty points a day. Cute. So that's my goal this week.
1: <laughs> Gamifying your life—that's awesome. I know. I do it's it so fun. Like
0: Nickelodee, where you like get a certain amount of points. I it love that like,
2: so much. Jacob and I are doing it, and we get like little rewards. Like if we have a certain amount of points, we get to buy a book, or we get to buy a hoodie or something. <laughs> that's so fun! So we're we're testing this productivity method. So far, it's been really fun and it's been helpful. So we'll see if this one sticks. (laughs) Awesome. Cool. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. The challenge is to do something hard. Do a plank or a wall sit. Go as far as you feel like you can go. And then once you hit that threshold, go 10 more seconds. And remember to focus on the fire. We love you all. And we'll see you next week.
0: Bye.